And now, on the We interrupt this program to bring you this breaking news story. It's now Friday the 23rd of January, the 23rd day of the year. The 24th day, thank you. No. Yes, you are here on the yacht on this balmy, balmy evening, or should I say morning, morning of January 23rd, 2009, as I said, on the yacht, on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. And for you uh, seasoned seagoers listening in, you may realize this is a different voice to the voice that would usually ring in this hour on this show. Adam is AWOL, perhaps on shore leave tonight. I, we haven't seen him. Have you seen him, Norman? I have not. Norman? I have not seen him. Norman has not seen no, him. This is most unprofessional, I must say. It's yes. not like Adam to miss a show. But as they say, the show must go on. And I am, of course, Dr. Kevin Goodall, and with me is my friend and colleague, the esteemed Norman Vine. Norman. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Kevin. How are you this evening? Oh, as well as can be expected on a on a day like today. Yes, was it hot? Uh, twenty nine degrees, I believe. I read on my barometer in my on my office wall. Oh, yes, I have one of those as well. You have a barometer? Yes, a barometer, hydrometer. There's another dial. I forget what that one does. Tachometer. No, that's set at zero. It's oh. a stationary home. Uh, of course. Uh, I don't have one of those mobile homes. You don't? No, not like Adam. Our good friend Adam. Mm, where he's on the move. When when was the last time you saw Adam Norman? Uh, would have been uh, last uh, last night. Sunday. Last Sunday. Yes. Uh, as you know, I had that uh, cataract problem, so I had yes. uh, had had the bandages on my um, eyes when I've been here doing the show all this week. Because of course we do the show every night. I did wonder about that. I thought it might have been one of these new age things. New oh, age. No, I, I thought I explained it to you. Perhaps oh. I was just not listening. I, <laughs> I have a tendency to tune out when you say this. You didn't think I was being a pirate or something with my eye patches on. Two eye patches? Yes, that's a, a very very pir- a very big pirate. You won't be able to look through a sextant with one of those. <laughs> Two of those, should I say. No. Now, uh, what have we got coming up on the show tonight? Just let me have a look. I'm not... I'm not used to doing these kinds of things. I'm, I'm usually the guest. Oh, I'm not you, the host. you did, you did uh, naval radio, didn't you? Naval radio. No, oh wait, no, that was Adam. I'm oh. sorry, I'm confusing you with Adam. You were, you were at the Flinders University. Yes. You did uh, the Flinders University student oh, teacher radio. Oh, in about 1973. <coughs> uh, what is this red light flashing? Oh, I think that means we have a caller. A caller. Would you like to just take the caller? Put him. Put him or her, I should say, on the air, my man. Hello? Yes, hello. Hello, caller. Who, who is this? This is James. James. How are you, James? I'm good. I I just wanted to talk about pirates. You were talking about pirates earlier. In in passing, yes? Yes, you know those Somalian pirates who've taken those ships? I have heard. How are they doing? I, I, I don't know. I, uh, I think they recently attempted to take an oil tanker, but failed. Because they were, they were subdued by the United Nations Navy or something like that. I, oh, I wish Adam was here. He'd know about these things. He loves pirates. You know, I was a pirate once, boys. What kind of pirate? A ship pirate. Oh, really? Yes, I would go down to the marina and just take a ship when I felt like it and sell it for parts down at the wharf. Did you ever keelhole anybody? Keel? No, I said keelhole. No, I've never killed a man before, Dr. Kevin Goodall. That's not... No, I'm ashamed that you would... I'm hanging up now, I'm sorry. Well, James, thank you for contributing to the show. Um, 
And speaking of the show, we have one to do, so let's get on to it. Coming up tonight, ooh, what are we going to do? Oh, back by popular demand. Well, we played this segment last night when Adam was here. He was a little funny last night, come to think of it, Norman, a little funny. A little on edge. Yes. Well, I couldn't see him, but of course I felt that he was on edge. He seemed a little funny to me. I could feel him. He felt funny. But we did play a segment that all day our producer tells us people have been calling in saying, I want to hear this again. And of course it is the Sergeant Bob Ryan from the police force talking about the police force. Yeah, it's a very popular segment. We had many, many emails. Yes. Uh, so uh, obviously we're going to play it again. So yes, we'll be playing that. We'll be checking in with Tim Ray in the newsroom a little later on. Uh taking some callers, playing some tunes, talking about the things that matter, Norman. You are on the yacht, ladies and gentlemen, on the Radio Adelaide, on the 101.5 FM. The time is, oh, maybe six minutes past the stroke of midnight. On the yacht. Premature ejaculation. Trouble maintaining an erection. Do you feel like you failed as a man? Maybe it's time to consider becoming a woman. Hi, I'm Margaret Thistle from the Mr. Elizabeth Sexual Realignment Centre. If nothing seems to be working for you in the bedroom, I guarantee you haven't tried this. Our simple one-step procedure takes the usually complex surgical approach to a sex change back to basics. In and out in five minutes. Or your money back. That's all you're getting back though. And you'll be happy to know that nothing goes to waste here. All offcuts are recycled. The Mr. Elizabeth Sexual Realignment Center. Hey, you only live once. Have you got those summertime cravings? You know the ones I mean. Summer's arrived, and all you can think about is that juice-filled, fleshy, pink interior taste, attractively housed with a thick pachydermatous green outer layer that only a freshly harvested watermelon can provide. That's right, it's watermelon season. And if you're a watermelon enthusiast, now there's a social club for people just like you and me. So join the Royal Australian Watermelon Enthusiast Society today. All applicants welcome. We're not here to judge. We just really love melons. Mm-mm. I'm Norman Vine and I endorse this event or product. Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. This is Tim Ray speaking. Yes, thank you, Tim. Hello! You are on the yacht here on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM with me, Kevin Goodall, and my friend, Norman Vine. Hello, Kevin. Uh, Doctor Kevin. Good all. You can call me that if you feel the need, Norman. I'm a man of labels. <coughs> now, you've, if you've just tuned in, you may notice that our regular host and salty sea dog, Adam, is not here. I don't know where he is, do you, Norman? Oh, no, I think he's running late or something. Very strange. Very... If you, you at home, if you've seen Adam in the street, perhaps eating a an ice cream or something like that, perhaps delayed with a flat tyre. Why don't call it? Why not call in eight three zero three five thousand? Yes, eight three zero three five double zero zero double zero. zero. That and is there the might be one too many O's there. I'm not just dial dial three or four O's. <coughs> but anyway, what are we doing now, Doctor? I'm sorry, you have all the paperwork here. You're the on show. Yes, we have a thing coming up next because. Last night, if you remember, you didn't see it, Norman, because of your eye condition. No, but I felt it. Glaucoma. No, it was a, I, I, something. I, I can't really reveal that information. Stigmatism. Right no, I, just let's move on, please. My eyes are perfectly we fine. We had my good friend from the police force, Bob Ryan, come on the program and talk to us about the police force. And all day, my inbox was veritably overflowing with requests saying, I really liked that segment, but I missed the start of it. I would like to hear it again, please. Well, let's uh, give the people what they want, Dr. Kevin Goodall. I would expect no less from you, Norman. Here he is, Sergeant Bob Ryan. 
You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. Welcome back on the yacht once again. Hello, I'm your host Adam on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. Joining me in the studio is a man from our police services, Sergeant Bob Ryan. Hello, Bob. Good evening. Yes, it's it's nice to be here. Well, you, you're working as a copper. First of all, how'd you how'd you get into this this line of work? Well, I do prefer the term police officer. It is the more correct way of describing someone in my position. So, uh, but yes, going back to your original question, Adam. Well, it's been in my family for 17 generations. My father was actually the founder of the first police force in London. Is that so? Bob Ryan, Sergeant Bob O'Brien from the South Australian Police. Bob, uh, I'm interested in... uh, There are so many criminals out there these days, isn't there? How do you catch them all? Well, I, I am looking forward to these new tasers that will hopefully be brought in rather soon because there's nothing that I like to do more than bringing someone down with extremely high volts of electricity. Mm, okay, very interesting. Huh? Do you, um, I've heard about this new technology where they play such a loud noise that it disrupts the eardrum. It's like a, it's like a horn. It's like... <gasps> Yes, I, no, actually, that sounds a lot like the uh, the horn on my tugboat. Just in case you miss that, Sergeant, it's a bit like... So... It's a bit... So what I'm doing, listeners, is I'm... I'm blowing into the bottle. I'm blowing... I'm blowing into the lid of the bottle, and it's making this... I think it sounds a bit like a a foghorn or just a tugboat horn. I have to pick you up there, Adam. You're actually blowing into the neck of the bottle. I do like to to keep things rigidage and call things as they Hmm. should be called. Interesting. So do you agree, though, that it sounds a bit like that? What, like a tugboat? Do the police have boats and would they have a, a horn that sounds like that? Most certainly not. Yes, we do have boats, but we uh, we don't like to consider that the the real police force. The real policing is what we do out on the streets every day, catching criminals, perhaps planting evidence, planting our feet on the beat, and catching criminals. Hmm. Okay. Very interesting, Sergeant Ryan. Uh, maybe what we might do now is get some callers to call in. How how does that sound? And they will ask you on all matters legal and just see what it's like to be a police officer because I know you're interested in recruiting some new members to the force, is that right? Yes, uh, we are extremely, we are extremely interested in having new recruits but might I say we will take no Johnny-come-latelys, we will have the real deal join our police force, your police force, the correct height, the correct weight, the correct girth, the correct way of walking. We produce the finest officers here, and I will expect no less. Okay, very interesting, Sergeant Ryan. Uh, 8335000 is the number if you would like to call in in the break, and you'll have a word with him live on air after that. You're listening to Radio Adelaide on 101.5 FM on the yacht. Hey there, sweet cheeks. Do you like to swing? Hey, who doesn't like to swing? Then head on in to the South Adelaide Swing Centre, servicing the swinging southern suburbs since 1969. If it swings, we've got it. Swing music, swing sets, even swinging voters. Whether swinging at home or swinging at the golf course, don't be afraid if you've never swung before. You'll never know if you don't try it. So swing on over to the South Adelaide Swing Centre and join in the swinging today. Couples welcome and preferred. 66 South Road, St. Mary's. Radio Adelaide's Adam on the yacht. Not commercial, professional. Welcome back on the yacht. We've got... Sergeant 
Bob Ryan in the studio. He's from the South Australian Police Force. What uh, we're going to get some callers in just to uh, to speak with him about uh, you know perhaps joining the police force. Is that right, Sergeant Ryan? Yes, that is most correct. Hopefully, we'll we'll be able to find you some recruits out there. I know uh, I have a history in the armed services, and I would imagine that many of our listeners are capable of serving uh, on our front line, the police force. I highly doubt it, but we'll see what we can get. All right. All right. First on the line is George from Dandenong. Hello, George. George. Yeah, hello, Brian. Um, this is George. Yes, well, come on, speak. Yeah, say, mate, um, I was just wondering, uh, what kind of, uh, service revolvers do you boys use there in the, uh, the police force these days. Is it, is it the 357 uh, Magnum? Or is it the... Uh, I don't know. I, I thought it was the 357. We used to use the the .357 Magnum service revolver, but we no longer use that one anymore. Might I ask why you are so interested in our service revolvers? Yeah, I thought I heard you were thinking about bringing in the Glock. Are you a fan of the Glock, Brian? You ever see what a Glock will do to a guy, Brian? I have, but uh, it was most unpleasant. I'm not sure that you're straight down the line, sonny boy. So you, you're telling me you shot a guy, Brian? In the stomach? No, I've never shot someone. I use good old-fashioned police work. I only saw it get done. What would be your firearm of choice, Brian? My firearm of choice is not a revolver. It is the good old-fashioned police work that my forefathers have established over the 17 generations. So you're more of a semi-automatic kind of guy. Okay, Brian, I've got a question for you. Hmm. Um, I've got a M16 assault rifle buried in a PVC pipe in my back garden at the moment, actually. I was wondering what the, uh, legality would be on such a firearm. That should have been turned in years ago. Might I mention that we have caller ID at this station and I have your number now, so I would look out. I see. Okay, George from Dandenong we had on the line there. Oh, dear. Interesting call, uh, Sergeant Ryan. Most perplexing, I'd say. I, I'm very interested to uh, to follow up on, on that one. He's... I, mm, I thought we'd taken all the guns off the streets, or is... No, no, have we still got some out there? We do still have some rogue gun-wielding people out there, so mm. those people like our last caller, we, we really must look out, which is why we need more police officers. Yes, I, I must say, I, I feel much safer when I know that these weapons are in the hands of our strapping men in uniform. We appreciate the work you're doing, Sergeant Ryan. We've got another call, though. We've got... Louise from St. George's. Hello, Louise. Hey, police guy. Yeah, I, I remember you. You were the one who pulled me over last night, yeah? I recognize your voice. Are you that young person that drives that dark colored? Yeah, you, uh, you, you took it away, man. You impounded it. Yes, well, you don't deserve to drive such an automobile the way you were hooning about the streets. What do you think you were doing? Uh, I don't know what I I'm just the guy who does the thing with the law. law. I have never hurt anyone. I just want. Get that man a bucket. I know I, it, it can be difficult to screen these calls sometimes, but uh, thank you for putting up with that, Sergeant Ryan. You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. We do have one more one more call for you. We've got uh, Lewis from Salisbury. Yeah, g'day, mate. How, 
This is um, Sergeant Johnson from down at the Prospect Precinct. I was just wondering what precinct you're from, mate. Who did you say you were? What's your what's your service ID number? Oh, A624, mate. Oh, I've seen that number come up a few times, and might I add, what's some shoddy police work you're doing at wherever you say uh, you're working? No, nah, come off it, mate, come off it, mate. We do the best work down here, mate, and I'm, I want to know where you're from, because let me tell you, we're the hardest working precinct in the state, and I know, I know there's boys like you out there who aren't pulling their weight, and we're just not coping, so where are you from? Line up. I happen to patrol on foot anything below Crossroad right down to Yankalilla, so... Oh, that's the worst of it all, mate. That is the absolute worst of it all. Uh, I... Excuse me a minute. What, are you off to do some shoddy police work again? Listen, mate, I've had just about enough of you. You're talking on the air like you know everything, Sergeant Ryan. But let me tell you, down in our precinct, we get up every morning at 7am, we do an hour of physical training that includes weights, we have a healthy meal including salmon or any kind of fish to get the protein we need to catch the boys out, to catch the fucking criminals out there, mate. Let me tell you, if you're the, if you're the guy who I think you are, you are not pulling your weight in the force and you are not fit to wear the uniform. I don't care how many generations you say you've been in the force, you are a disgrace to the badge. I pull my weight, I I would like you to know I pull my weight and I've got a lot of weight to pull and I do it well. How much, how, how early do you get in to do extra training in the morning? I don't sleep at all. Oh yeah, well, well neither do I, in fact I'm a policeman all night. And you're, you're just having your break, and I'm not, I don't even take a break from policing. I am the police. I never stop thinking about policemen. I think about policemen day and night. Listen, I don't think you're even a copper, mate. I am placing a policeman's arrest on you over the phone, and I am coming to get you at your location because I've got a scanner in, in down at the precinct uh, headquarters here. And we are coming down to your location and we're taking you in because you're not not—you're not a policeman. I know you're not. You're being arrested. So, uh, I don't know, whoever you got there, Adam or whatever, arrest the dude and we'll have him in, in the cells. Listeners, don't worry. You will have this crazy bastard off the streets in hours. He, he won't be... The streets are safe again, all right? Well, hang on just a minute, whatever you say your, your name was. I have you cornered metaphorically because... Well, I, I, I really don't know what to say because real police stations would not have scanners, so that's all I want to say about that. Hmm, alright, that was, that was a bit strange. I can assure you listeners that Sergeant Ryan is a bona fide police officer. He's shown me his badge, his credentials and everything when he came into the station. Sergeant Ryan, apologies for that. No, that's quite alright. We do expect the sort of... Uh, we do expect a certain level of drunkenness, I guess. Mm, it's a shame, isn't it? But uh, I, I, I guess we didn't find you any recruits, Sergeant Ryan, unfortunately. My worst recruit drive ever. Mm, I'm very, very sorry, but hopefully this hasn't uh, this experience hasn't put you off returning to the yacht again. Uh, thank you very much for being here, though, Sergeant Ryan. Zero. The worst ever. Yes, thank you very much, Sergeant Ryan. Time for a song now, but you are on the yacht on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. Moist. How I describe my brow after a few vine and hedges fine cigars. But one problem remains for all smokers. What to do with the ash? These days, if you simply drop it out the car window as you're driving past a school, the authorities will throw the book at you. So that's why the intelligent people at Vine and Hedges are proud to introduce our new line of collectible ashtrays. The bottom of each tray features an original photograph of me, Norman Vine in a variety of positions. Collect all 17 and you'll also receive the remnants of a genuine cigarette that was once in my mouth. Isn't that right, Checkers? <laughs> okay, boy, you go to sleep then. Vine and Hedges, for the smoking man. And despite what the New England Journal of Medicine wants to believe, smoking cures AIDS. Oh. 
I'm Norman Vine and I endorse this event or product. You're listening to Radio Adelaide on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM on the yacht. Yes, you are on the yacht here on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM on this, the 23rd day of January. I am your host for tonight, Dr. Kevin Goodall, and with me, Norman. Hi-ho! Norman Vine. Hello, Dr. Kevin. How are you? Um, okay. I'm still a little anxious, wondering where our host Adam could be. Mm. I hope he hasn't had an asthma attack. No, no. I'm more concerned about what happened to Bob Bryan. What well, Bob Bryan. Sergeant Bob Bryan. Yes, Apparently I... he's uh, been reported missing. Missing? Mm. Well, it was in the paper today, didn't you Didn't you see it? I, I don't read the paper. No. I hope that he hasn't got himself into a mischief, mischief with Adam. Mm. Let's just hope that they're both safe. Now, I know on this show, on the yacht... Adam, when he's here, doesn't like to talk about the topical things. He prefers to focus on the the timeless issues and the personal issues. But mm, like patriotism. But he's not here today. <laughs> so I will ask you. The big news of this week, of course, Norman, is the presidential inauguration. Uh, of which country? The America. Oh, that one. Yes. Have you seen the presidential inauguration, Norman? Oh, I have. I have. I I, did. I stayed up and watched it. Mm. Uh, I must. I've seen. Many a U.S. President, uh, presidential inauguration. In fact, I've I've been there in person to witness a few. Is that so? Yes, I what saw. What was the best inauguration you saw? Well, uh, let me remember. Let me think. I I, I saw, I saw Johnson in '63. Oh. I happened to be in Dallas at the time, and uh, I saw Ford in '74. Oh. I saw Reagan in '85, mm. and uh, yeah, I I have to say, out of all of the inaugurations that I have seen. President Barack Obama is the most African-American. I can say without, without, I don't know, error. Without a shadow of a doubt. That's the term I'm looking for. No shadows. Interesting stuff. Now, another thing which you might have seen this week, Norman, have you been watching the tour down under, the cycling? I have. Mm. Yes, in fact, I was there. You were in the peloton. <laughs> Not in the peloton. I wasn't in the race, no. Oh. I, my lovely lady friend, uh, Ge- Genevieve, Genevieve, and she I... She was in the peloton? No, no. Did you ride a tandem bicycle? <laughs> oh, I wish. 130 kilometres in 41 degree heat. No, that would be silly. Um, but uh, then again, there are two of you, so it wouldn't be a... Th- hmm. Thinking of a business idea here for next year. But uh, no, Genevieve and I, we went down to uh, Norwood to watch the, uh, the kickoff. You have a property in Norwood, don't you? Oh, I have several in Norwood. Uh, but as uh, we walk down the street to uh, the front uh, starting grid line, mm-hmm. peloton, if you will. I think that's the term they use. Uh, we watched them uh, them start. Somebody shot a gun up in the air. Uh, it wasn't actually part of the ceremony. It was a crazed man. Al-Qaeda. Yes, and then, uh, then somebody waved a flag and announced, Go! And everybody raced down, and Lance Armstrong was there, and I'm sure his brother, older brother Neil, would be very proud to see him riding his bicycle. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I saw Genevieve and I were on the sidelines, and it was, it was just so inspirational to see him ride past. Of course, there was this slight problem. You know, they 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 don't stop to go to the toilet. These cyclists. Mm. It's very competitive, mm. and I don't understand. The, the cyclist should have gone immediately before the race started, but mm. one of them, just as he was 100 metres into the race, decided to relieve himself as he was cycling past Genevieve, sprayed her with urine. Most displeasant. Unpleasant to even discuss on no. the radio, Norman. Although quite an erotic display, if you know what I mean. Norman, <laughs> what kind of show do you think this is? <laughs> I've, I've had enough now. Let's, <laughs> let's bring some respectability to this show. Respectability, I say. Okay. And who could be more respectable than the Honourable Premier of this fine state, South Australia? Premier Mike Rann, on the phone. Mike, are you there? Hello. Premier Rann, how are you this evening? Dr. Kevin Goodall, I'm a big supporter of community radio. I know. But, But I have to say, you've gone a bit too far criticising the great 
our state, South Australia. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I am as parochial a supporter of this state as, as yourself, Premier Anne. No, Dr. Kevin Goodall, you're telling filthy stories about urine. That's not what's best for South Australia. I spoke to Lance Armstrong before the race and on the phone, and he is an inspiration to all South Australians. So you better get your facts straight, okay? Norman, you hear that? Yes, yes. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't vote for Premier Rand. I voted for... What was his name? Karen. That's who I voted for back in 02. Pig Eye and Rob Karen. No, <laughs> you're thinking of Robert Menzies. Voted for him, too. Now, there was a Prime Minister. We have the Premier on the phone, Norman. Shut up! Uh, Premier Rand. What happened there? I don't know. Very strange, very strange night. Adam's not here on the yacht. I don't know what's going on. But and what I do know... Any more callers would like to dial in, the number is 8303-5000. We have a thing. Zero, 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 zero. We interrupt this We interrupt this program to bring you this breaking news story. A street light is out in the Mitcham area. Motorists and pedestrians are urged to use extreme caution. Back to you in the studio. Zero zero Yes. You are here. Very long number. On the yacht with Norman Vine and Dr. Kevin Goodall. Adam is AWOL. But who is not AWOL is Reginald. Reginald from Paraka on the phone. Reginald, are you there? I think Adam? someone got the lines crossed. Adam? No, Adam's not here right now. Adam. Who is. Reginald? Is that Adam. you? I wanted to talk to Adam. This isn't violent crumbly, is it? No, no, no. I, I wanted to talk to Adam about the rumours from last week, last week's programme. He said that Dr. Kevin Goodall had a nasty problem with his parts that enabled him to not have children. Well, we seem no, to have Reginald. lost Reginald there. I don't know what you're playing at, but you are not welcome to call in this program. I told you that last night. I told you that last week. Do not call in this program. Reginald. 5UV, Radio Adelaide's On The Yacht. Call now, 8303 Yes, back here on The Yacht, Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. We're rocking on all the way through to 1am with me, Kevin Goodall, and my good friend, the esteemed Norman Vine. Thank you, it's great to be here, of course, with you, and you listening as well. Yes, and you. Now we've still got a ooh, ooh, good 20 minutes coming up of the show, perhaps. We have the 20-minute alarm bell. Oh, there it is. Perhaps Adam will show his face. Uh, if you've seen him, let us know. 8303 is the number. In the meantime, let's go to... Oh, this is one of my favourites. Uh, Frank Sinatra. From G'day, I'm Rod. Do you want less light coming in through your windows? Maybe you're developing photos. Maybe you're growing mushrooms. Whatever the reason, we've got the solution at Rod's Curtain Accessories. Yeah, I'm just after a curtain rod. Well, we've got plenty of those. What colour you after? No, I want a curtain rod. <laughs> That's the name. Don't wear it out. Oh, well, this is just fucking ridiculous. It's that easy. Rod's Curtain Accessories, Adelaide Arcade in the city. You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. Yes, you heard the announcement. You are on the yacht here on the Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM with Dr. Kevin Goodall and Norman Vine. Now, Norman, I've got a question for you. <clears throat> Ask away. You are a man of oh, 
finances and stocks and... Well, uh, if you know me, I don't like to talk about those things on the air. But I do, and we are in a global financial crisis, Norman. Yes, how, we are, yes. How has this affected you? <clears throat> I want to know. Well, I'm, I've been one of the fortunate ones, you see, because I, I don't trust banks. None of my money is in a bank. So I was, I was alright. <laughs> is this for uh, racial reasons? Uh, no, no. Uh, lots of people run banks these days. It's not like it was back in the 30s. Okay. But uh, no, that's no. It's I just generally in general I don't trust banks, any kind of banks, even the West Bank. I don't like those people either. So you keep your money in your house, perhaps in or I under a mattress. Or I couldn't possibly begin to describe where I hide my vast, vast fortune. Give me one example, just for for Violet Crumbley at home. Of where I of where I hide just some one, of my money. Just one place. I mean, surely there'd be a plethora of places you have a lot of money. Well, uh, it's in one of my houses. I forget which one. One of them has a loose brick. Loose brick. And, uh, oh, there's a few million behind that. Should probably visit that house. Probably time I uh, took the washing in. Whereabouts in this house is the brick? It, room? It is in the parlor room. Parlor. Yes. No. No. Yes. The second parlor room. There are two parlors. I'll write this down for Adam. The ice cream parlor. It's in the ice cream parlor room. Speaking of Adam, I haven't seen him. You haven't seen him. I know I haven't. But seen Ryan him. from Ranella says he has. Ryan, are you there on the line? Yes. Hello, boys. Now you say you told our producer that you've seen Adam. Yes. You inquired before as to the whereabouts of your colleague Adam, and I have seen him twice tonight. Two times. Yes. The first Two times you've seen him. The first time, earlier in the evening, I saw him at the soup kitchen. Uh, the soup kitchen? What was he doing there? Perhaps some charity work, helping out those less fortunate. No, it looked like he was in line to get some food. They have food at the soup kitchen? And he was very shabby. Shabby? Very shabby. Then, well, I, I hope he was well behaved, at least. Well, he was on that occasion. But I saw him later, maybe an hour ago, at the cemetery. The cemetery? Yes. He was sleeping in an unfilled grave. Oh, no. I think this is a hoax, Dr. Kevin. No, no, no. No, I saw him. And he was in a freshly dug grave. Is this one of those gotcha calls? No, no, that no. They do on the dancer station. I, I've heard he's having financial troubles, and uh, I think this might be one of his places where he takes a little bow and nap because he's got no home. An unfilled grave, you say? Yes, unfilled. That is, that is morbid. It'd be wise to get out of it before the undertaker fills it. Okay, Ryan, uh, alarming stuff there, Norman. Oh, <laughs> I don't believe him for a second. Yes. I'm probably going to hear that on the, you know, the uh, young people station morning program. Those zip heads with their hula hoops and Pac-Man. Mm. I've heard that the kids sometimes sniff uh, petrol these days or aerosol cans. Have you? Have you ever heard of this? Oh, I think I think all of them do. Have all of them. Have you? All have of you them. ever sniffed an aerosol out of a plastic bag, Norman? No, well, one time I purchased one, and I wanted to smell what it... I wanted to see what it smelled like, just obviously. see what it smelled like? Yes, I, mean, I, should, I should have done it before I purchased it, because mm. you can just do that. You can just pick them up, up off the shelves. Really? Have a chuff them, in the shop? Oh, spray them all over the aisle. Really? You know, create a mist, walk into it, maybe go up to the air conditioner as well. So everyone in the shopping centre can smell... whatever it is, that I whatever flavour it is. Like I jumbo never Jumbo fever... I think that was one of them. Jumbo fever. So you sniffed an aerosol in a hardware store? No, it was a supermarket. Supermarket. Uh, yes. Uh, just, just, just sitting in the aisle. Just to smell what it smelled like, to, to find out what other people would smell when I wore it on my person. And what happened, Norman? It was very nice. Ah. You didn't go on a drug trip? Not that day, no. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of drug trips... <laughs> No, enough of that. 
Speaking of drug trips, we have our resident Ravo, Tim Ray, in the newsroom. He's got a news update for you at home on the yacht. Tim, take it away. Good morning. Tickle me pink, it's time for a news update. Hello, I'm Tim Ray with On The Yacht News. The South Australian Government announced today that it will be injecting $17 million into raising the standard of literacy and pronunciation amongst newsreaders in Australia. To other news now... And On The Yacht News reporter Chelsea filed this moments ago. More terror in Gaza. Hey guys, it's Chelsea with the Fresh News Update. Israel government has rejected European proposals to cease fire in Gaza. The conflict has been going on now for the past 10 days and doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon. Palestinian medics in Gaza say at least 517 Palestinians, including 87 children and dozens of other civilians, have been killed since Israel began operation on December the 27th. Taxpayer money well spent, I say. Let's check up with the latest stock exchange update. Crude oil, gold, BHP, Coca-Cola Amatil and Westpac are all trading at various amounts on the stock exchange. Jesus! What am I? Some kind of expert? Just tell them to read the Financial Review if they're that interested. The court listings for Friday. In court number two, with Justice Judith Scheinlin presiding, a mother's four-year-old son is accused of high treason after he attempted to overthrow the government by sneaking into Parliament dressed as a cleaning woman. He says they started it. Traffic now with Nick Blue. Yeah, how you going, Tim? Nick Blue checking the vital signs for your drive home here on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. Got some sad news to start off with. There's been an accident just outside Amy Stadium. It appears beloved footballer Brian Simmons has died in the accident. For reasons as yet unknown, his car exploded earlier today. Police officials are still scraping the carcass off the road, so best to avoid that. A lot of people are paying their respects by picking up a delicious foot-long Metro sandwich. Try their new Meat Supreme sandwich containing 17 different charcoal meats. Metro Sandwiches in a service station near you. And just a reminder to service your vehicle regularly to reduce the risk of spontaneous vehicle explosions. Tim. Thanks, Nick. Nick Blue in the Metro Sandwiches Traffic Centre, which I've just been informed is now selling the Brian Simmons Memorial Sandwich. Bacon, cucumber, mayonnaise and a free football. Mmm, free football. And 10% of the price of every sandwich sold goes straight to the government under the laws outlined in the GST. Looking at the weather charts for tomorrow, there will be a really big H over South Australia, so watch out for that, and you can expect a top temperature. That's the latest news, traffic and weather together on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. And now more from On The Yacht. And welcome back on the yacht once again. That was a very exciting news break from Tim in the newsroom. Uh, he's busy, I think, so in, right now, so he can't uh, join us for his... <coughs> Uh, what is now common chat after the news break. I was saddened to hear about the death of footballer Brian Simmons. Yes, it's, that was very sad, Adam. It's a great shame, Dr. Kevin Goodall, mm. wasn't it? Oh, it, it struck me right, right in the heart. Mm. I was at the cemetery recently, and I was able to check out his burial plot. It's lovely. Uh, they don't mess around down at that cemetery. Put them straight in the ground. Well, you don't want the body getting all, you know, rank. Yeah, now, you certainly do. Now, hang on a second, Adam. Where have you been? I. When did you get here? Well, hold on. I've been here for the whole show, haven't I, Dr. Kevin Goodall? Uh, <laughs> I, Good one. Maybe. No, Good no, one, I Adam. Uh, I, I don't know if you noticed, but I was a little late for the show tonight. I... It sounds familiar. I did miss a good portion of the show. I heard of this once. Mm, mm. Where have you been, Adam? Well, uh, as you'll know, it was a windy evening. Mm. And uh, I had quite a lot of washing to do. I hadn't been able to do my washing for a good six months. And I finally did get the chance to... Uh, well, I had access to a friend's washer machine. <laughs> and uh, I had a huge batch of clothes to hang out and it did delay my arrival at the studio unprofessional well uh, I I think we'll probably 
It's a camper van. That you're looking for. Larry's Camper Vans, 220 South Road. Well, this is a touch embarrassing because I've lost the uh, script for the show. Lost your cue cards. Uh, just signal mm. to the producer. It's a camper van. That you're looking for. Larry's Camper Vans, 220 South Road. Adam, have you ever had a camper van? Well, it's funny you should ask that. I did have one in 1996. What went wrong? What went wrong, what went right, is perhaps the question I would ask. It was a disaster. I had planned to take a, uh, a trip around this great nation, Australia. The whole thing? Yes, uh, well, I wanted to see all the finest places. Uh, Broome. Kalgoorlie, uh, Mount Isa, all the all the heartland is what. Have you ever been to Lismore? Lismore, New Lismore, New South Wales. Maybe. No, I haven't. How about parks? No, never been there. Ballarat. Ballarat is a lovely place. Maruchidor. Maruchidor, no. Port Hedland. No. Tell I me about your experiences in the camper van, Adam. Ah well. It was one of those camper vans that uh, had all the uh, amenities, bed, yeah, chairs, shower, kitchen. Perhaps one like that could come in handy for you these days. Well, uh, yes, I mean, uh, unfortunately I donated it to charity because at the time I was swimming in wealth and I... Uh, Quite prosperous. Yes, yeah, so I had... I had a successful career selling buttons. But now this financial crisis has hit you hard. Oh, it's, it's forced me to tighten the belt, and uh, which was very tough because I have a hearty gut. But uh, it's getting smaller every day, Adam. Well, uh, I don't know. I, I've looked as I look as good as I ever have. Uh. <laughs> oh no! The, produ nice. the producer remarked to me earlier that I, that I looked skeletal. Uh, like He's fogging up his little glass cage there the, with his laugh. The hair and the eyes and the teeth of a dead man, is what he said. But uh, Harsh words. Well, in my hair, what I have left of it is getting a bit stringy. Like a zombie. Yes. It's lucky that the listeners at home can't see you, Adam, because I must say it is a ghastly sight tonight. They can if they uh, go to the, the WW webcam. Oh, the webcam. Yes. Wave to the webcam! Yes, hello, hello. Uh, Dr. Kevin Goodall, I, it's a bit rich for you to criticize me. <laughs> because at least I could have a family. <laughs> oh. oh, Adam, you wag. My urethra is wide enough. You what? know how. 5UV, Radio Adelaide's on the yacht. Call now, 8303 Mm. Adam, I still can't believe you're here. What have you been doing with yourself this last uh, day? Uh, no, no, I've, I've been fine. I was, uh, you know, attending to business matters. I've got a lot of things in the pipeline. I'm about to get back on my feet and really take the world by storm. Mm. Norman Vine, um, I was actually going to ask you this after the show, but... I need a little startup capital. Really? How little is a little? Well, it's a, it's very reasonable. Uh, and if you, I mentioned before that I made a killing selling buttons in the mid nineties. Mm. Buttons are recession proof. Everyone needs a button. What if you have zippers? Mm, or shoelaces. I find that people prefer the classical charm of a button. Well, I like those little peg things that you tie. You know, those like pieces of wood. Well, I suppose it's technically a button. It, it is a button, and I would sell those at my button store if you would... Adam's dolly buttons. Up, you know, maybe $5,000 for... Oh, come on, Norman. No. Surely that kind of number is a drop in the ocean for you. No, well, if I start giving money away now, I'll have to give money to, to you listing out there and the, the, the salvy man shaking the can of change in the street. They only spend it on drink, you know. 
Adam, have you ever sniffed an aerosol? Not aerosol, as uh, petrol was uh, 5UV Radio Adelaide's On The Yacht. Call now, 8303-5000. And the doctor said he wouldn't have to amputate, and I was very, very lucky to walk away with both feet. I hear it rots the brain. Petrol? uh, Petroleum, as they like to call it, uh, if you're uh, a bit of a stickler. Petro. No, I don't understand that. Did you know they call it gasoline in America? I did know that. Mm. I'm an oil man. Well, not anymore, but I was. Now, Adam, what is coming up tomorrow night on the yacht? Tomorrow night? Ah, well, it's interesting that you should say that. I want to know. Because I'm going to be on it. Yes, we we have uh, a few young Aboriginal boys. uh, Oh, yes. Who are attending. They're originally from uh, uh, up north. Uh, in the in the far north of the state, mm. but they're attending boarding school here in uh, in Adelaide, mm. and we're going to have them on the show, and we're just going to ask them a few questions. You know, nothing too tough. We'll ask them if they're like kicking the footy. Kicking the footy. Yeah, you know, just chilling with their mates. That's what I would enjoy if I was a young lad, and uh, we'll probably ask them what reconciliation means to them. Ah. Hmm. Na- kicking the footy. Probably. Probably. Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. This is Tim Ray speaking. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to imply anything uh, with the uh, cross. 5UV, Radio Adelaide's on the yacht. Call now, 8303 5000. My humble apologies to anyone who was listening and was offended by that. I love all races as much as each other. Fijian, American, Chinese. It's it's a global society and I love all of... The red man? All of God's people. <sighs> the red man can get a head man. Well, it's been a good... Night, hasn't it? I've uh, I've enjoyed the portion of the show that I've been here for. Norman Vine, have you enjoyed tonight's show? Yes, yes. Although I, I do, I, I must say, I do miss the eye patches. Made the show a much more theatrical experience because I was imagining what you're looking like. Yeah, so you couldn't see my ghostly demeanour. Doctor Kevin Goodall, any final thoughts from tonight's show? I have been shocked into silence, Adam. Hmm. Well, up next is the BBC. If you want to subscribe to Radio Adelaide, uh, call in on 8303-5000 or pop in to our studios on North Terrace. $26 concession or $52. Good night, everyone, and enjoy six hours of the BBC. Five hours. I mean, you can think, oh, how nice it would be just to sit in this chair and shut my eyes all day, and you should resist that, and you should pull yourself together and do something, and you find that if you do that, you instantly feel much better.